Uh, thank you for this, this chance to meet together again after uh, a few weeks of, of a break. And we pray that uh, while we were gone, we were still able just to focus on you and just spend time with you in, in different ways, God. We pray tonight as we begin this series on the importance of sharing our faith. God, I, see, I pray that we see how truly important it is, that we see it's, it's a part that each one of us, something that each one of us is going to have to do and, and is called to do. God, may you just show us ways in which we can do that and give us opportunities uh, where we're going to show our obedience, God. Shame, I pray. Amen. All right, so this is our new series uh, called Pass It On. Um, and so uh, Happy New Year's to you all. I miss you guys. Whether you miss me or not, I still miss you, okay? Just, just know that I miss being with you guys and teaching. So I'm always glad and we're able to, to get back together and do this again. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the kinds of messages that, that we tend to pass on to other people. So I have a quick little video for you guys to watch. This is a very old video, by the way. This is not a recent video. So this was, no, no, I told you it's an old video, but this was, uh, that's how I broke the news to my last youth group when we were pregnant with Jojo, um, and it just kind of worked out, but when you have news that you're excited to share with people, you want to tell people. At uh, this time we were a couple, um, I guess almost two months pregnant, um, we actually found out on a spring break mission trip what the the gender was, and so I was able to tell my students. They were one of the first ones to know that it was a girl, and so it was, it was a pretty cool experience to be able to have that um, with them. But we have these stories. I know I'm not the only one who's ever been excited to pass on some kind of a message. Maybe not quite as big as, hey, I'm, we're having a kid, but you have some, I'm sure you've had something like, hey, I, I did good on this test, or hey, I scored this on, you know, in the sports event, whatever it is you do, I don't know. But, you know, you have these things you're excited about, and so you tell people, this, this good news. So what are some things that maybe you told people? I don't know if I think I thought I had that right now. What are some other kinds of messages? What are some things that you've told people that a, a good news, a good message that you had? I got my first phone. We got a first phone. She's excited to tell everybody. She got a first phone. What else? Yeah, Leah's whenever she makes it into a play, she's excited to let people know she made it into a play. What else? Anybody? Remember I got my first thousand piece Lego set. Thousand piece. Did you finish it? Uh, Nice. Oh, when I passed my math test. You passed your math test. Is, is, is math your good subject? No. no. So you're excited when you pass your math test. Jordan, I'll see you raise your hand or no? 
Huh? When I win? Yeah. No, when you win? Like anything, just that life? Yeah. All right. Yes. Whatever. Um, but I know, you know, there are also some reasons that we pass along messages. You know, maybe because the message is, is funny or it's dramatic or it's shocking, it's, it's adorable, it's, or just, just really good news. We like to pass on that message to people. But it's not just messages that we get excited to pass on to others. Uh, have you ever heard the idea of paying it forward? Uh, I've, I've experienced this a few times in drive throughs at places where the car in front of me paid for mine. And so I would pay for the person behind me. Okay, that's, that's kind of that's what that pay it forward mentality is. Um, there's, there's this different kind of pay it forward as well, this pizza place. There's a story, there's this pizzeria, they're taken off in their little community uh, because of their past, passing on mentality. They developed influence in their community, not just because of pizza, but because of the kindness that they're passing on to other people by, by providing pizza slices for people who can't pay for it. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, but you can't go online, on, especially on social media, without seeing some kind of an influencer. Uh, they might be a self-proclaimed influencer, but that's not the point. Most of the time, influencers, you know, they become influencers because of the things that they pass along online. You know, some gain influence by passing on new dances or funny, te- you know, funny takes, makeup tutorials, financial advice, whatever, you know, video game things. They, they, they're influencers in that sort of capacity. But others gain influence by talking about things that, that really matter. So do you have an influencer who you, who you think has done a lot of good in this world, you guys think, I mean, you don't have to say it, but do you, you know, think of, you have an influencer that maybe you've seen has done a lot of good for this world. When we hear the word influencer, we often think about internet fame. But what if I told you that you had the opportunity to be the kind of influencer who makes an impact even beyond social media? You may not own a pizzeria like, like those guys did, have a million followers on Twitch or TikTok or even more even of the well-known people in your school even. But you have some important and world-changing messages that you can pass on to other people. Not just with your words, but with your actions as well. But sometimes we accidentally pass on the wrong messages at times, either through our words or through our actions. It can be as simple as accidentally giving your friend the wrong date for a party, or, or it could be something... Uh, much bigger than that with, with miscommunication. Sometimes that's not quite as big as some things. Chevy Cruze, he's going to get 42 miles from that. What? Man, 
This is an old, that's an old Super Bowl commercial from 2011. But it, you know, just, again, this shows how, how silly that is, but miscommunication, but sometimes miscommunication can be a huge thing. We've all had moments where we sent the wrong message by accident or misinterpreted information by mistake. Because whenever you guys, you guys, I'm sure, have experienced this. When you're texting somebody, you, you can't see the emotion. You can't see how they're saying it. So sometimes what could be try to be as a joke may be taken seriously, right? Anybody ever had that? Or you can't quite see that kind of stuff through text. You know, that sinking feeling you get in your stomach when you realize that, that you've messed up. And that feeling only gets worse when the message you were supposed to pass on matters a whole lot. If you're familiar with the story of Jesus, you might know that all Jesus followers everywhere have been challenged to pass on a very specific message to other people. If you were here this past Sunday, that was Doug's message. And the Bible is often called the good news. And Jesus called us to pass on his good news with our words and with our actions. So with that being said, what, what is the good news? What is the gospel? If this is what we're called to do by Jesus, we better know what this is. What is the good news? Say it louder. Don't be ashamed. Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and why is that good news? Because we're, cause we're what? We're saved. What are we saved from? Death, the wrath of God, eternity separated from God, right? So the... That's the message that Jesus wants us to pass on, is that good news that, Jesus, that God came to earth. Remember we did this just a couple weeks ago. Christmas was like two weeks ago, right? Where God became man, God with us, right? So God came to earth as a person named Jesus to rescue us from sin and from death. And Jesus died, but of course now he's alive. And through his resurrection from the dead, we can have that same kind of eternal life as well. And that's, that's good news. And that's what we're talking about when we say the gospel, the good news this is what we're called to share with people. If you're a follower of Christ, you have been commissioned by Jesus to share this story, this good news. If you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 9. I need to start just saying, if you have your phones with a Bible app, because I don't know if I see anybody pull out a paper Bible tonight, but just fine, as long as you're not on something else. Acts 9, we're going to be down uh, in verse 36, Acts 9, 36. But if you do get on the Bible app, please stay on the Bible app. Don't go to other apps, please. I'm asking you to focus for 20 minutes and give Jesus just a little bit of your time. In the book of Acts, there's a woman named Tabitha. Tabitha had a pretty incredible and pretty unexpected passed on experience with this good news of Jesus. Before we get to Tabitha, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book of Acts. It was written by one of uh, Jesus' followers named Luke. He wasn't one of the 12 disciples that was named, but he was a follower of Jesus. He was also a doctor. He also wrote the gospel of Luke, because that would make sense. And so his gospel tells the story of Jesus' life, while the second part, the book of Acts, tells the stories of Jesus' followers who then went into the world to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And Luke wrote these books as a uh, historian to help combat the false rumors and the teachings that were circulating about who Jesus was. And these books are Luke's way of passing on the good news of Jesus. So in the book of Acts, this, this is where we meet Tabitha. Acts 9, 36. It says, Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. 
She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days she became ill and died, and when they had washed her, they laid her up in the upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, Please come to us without delay. So Peter rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. This is crazy. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. And then calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And many believed in the Lord. And he stayed in Joppa for many days with one Simon, a tanner. So many people believe Tabitha was, was probably a widow, bless you, which was a difficult thing to be in, in that time and culture. Women who lost their husbands often found themselves unable to support themselves. But Tabitha not only found a way to support herself, she was committed to helping support other people as well. Because Tabitha's faith moved her to pass on God's love and the good news by caring for other people who were in need. Tabitha chose um, to pass on the good news of her faith through her generosity. So because of this, Tabitha was loved deeply by those in her community, and she developed a lot of influence where she lived. So when Tabitha died, Peter walked into a room filled with women who had been impacted by her life and were now mourning her death. And Peter raised Tabitha from the dead, which is crazy. But then what happened? Tabitha's passing on mentality didn't only affect a group of widows. The whole town heard what God did through Tabitha's life and death and life again, right? And, and in fact, the passage says that many believed in Jesus and her faith and her pass on lifestyle changed lives for all of eternity because of her influence that she had. Turn over to Mark 13, verse 9. Mark 13, verse 9. When Tabitha passed on the good news of Jesus to others, it resulted in changed lives and deep love for Tabitha there in her community. But Scripture tells us that sharing the good news of Jesus can sometimes result in us making maybe a few enemies. When the good news of Jesus was first began to spread throughout the world, there was a lot of opposition from both religious and from government leaders. Even today, in some parts of the world, it's illegal to be a follower of Jesus. You're passing on... The good news can actually get you in jail or some places killed even for your faith and your love of Jesus. So depending on the context in which you live, it's not unheard of to face challenges because of your relationship with Jesus both then and now. But this should not surprise us because Jesus said things could get tough for his followers. And Mark, again, Mark chapter 13, verse 9. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Jesus did not pretend that it was going to be easy to share the good news. But he assures us the Holy Spirit, who is our, our teacher, our counselor, will always give us the right words to say at the right time. 
Remember, Jesus was not a stranger to difficulty. Because of his message, he experienced all kinds of hatred, mockery, imprisonment, and eventually his death. So Jesus tells us to continue passing on the good news even when it's difficult. He's speaking from personal experience. No matter how difficult, uncomfortable, even dangerous it can sometimes be to talk about the good news of Jesus, it's, it's, I promise you it's worth it. The news that Jesus is alive, that he can give us new life too, is the best news ever. Like it's better the news than finding out we're pregnant with another child, right? It's so much better than that. It's news that's worth passing on. When Tabitha was resurrected from the dead, her second chance of life was a catalyst that led to the good news of Jesus being passed on to other people. But she was passing on the gospel long before that even happened. Because Tabitha had already received new life long before this incident with Peter, and her life began to be transformed the moment that she met Jesus. And after she met Jesus, Tabitha's everyday life was dedicated to passing on the good news by loving others like Jesus would. Her resurrection from physical death was just one more way God chose to use her life to pass on the good news. You and I will probably never be resurrected from the dead like Tabitha was, uh, but that's okay. If we've met Jesus, we already found new life in Him. Our lives are already being transformed. And we already have a miraculous story to tell because like Tabitha, our lives can pass on the good news. It's easy to see how our words, how we can use our words to pass on the good news of Jesus. But sometimes we forget that our actions can pass on the good news of Jesus as well. Like Tabitha, we all have gifts, we all have talents and resources at our disposal that we can use to pass on the message of Jesus. So Tabitha, she was skilled at making clothes, right? So she, she used her time and talents to make clothing for those people in need. This tangible way of loving others gave her influence in her community. So because people trusted and loved Tabitha, they were also curious about this Jesus that she followed. But what about you? Let me ask you this. You may not make clothes. How can you use what you have to love other people and pass on the good news with your life? Maybe you love music or you're a talented musician. Maybe you could connect with other people over your shared interests of music or using music you create to share the good news of Jesus with people. Maybe you love to give gifts or have more than you need, and you can show others the love of Jesus by living a life of generosity. Maybe you love to play sports or a sport. You connect with other people through the sports you play and share the good news of Jesus with your teammates. Maybe you just like to learn. You put together a small group of friends who want to read books or study the Bible together to learn more about who Jesus is. Maybe you like to cook. Anybody here like to cook? I like to eat, so you know, feed me. <laughs> Love to cook or you're looking for just a different way to serve. Just like Tabitha shared the good news by caring for other people's physical needs, you could feed people who are hungry, maybe by serving food at a local shelter or giving a meal to someone who's having a hard time. The point is here, passing on the good news of Jesus shouldn't just be a one-time event. It should be a part of everyday lives. That's what we're, you know, when, that's kind of what this, we're trying to do with, with what Jennifer did with the feet of faith thing. It shouldn't be just a weekend thing. It should be who we are, what we do every day. It should be part of our everyday life, something we do regularly through both our actions and our words. Because when sharing the, the good news is a regular part of our lives, our lives can have a huge and much bigger impact. 
I want you guys to sit there and take a few seconds and, and just think about how you could share the goodness with other people. I have some questions up here for you guys to look over and kind of see. This can maybe help kind of get you thinking of ways you guys can, can share your faith, not just with your words, but with your whole life. You know, what do you have that you could share? How can you use your gifts to serve someone in need? Where do you already have some influence in the world? Who do you know that who needs to hear or see the good news of Jesus in action? And lastly, what are you going to do about it? Because if, if, you, if you're here tonight and you hear all these things and you walk out here and do nothing, you're wasting your time. That sounds mean and sounds harsh. But if you're, not, if you're not applying what you're learning, if you're not applying what's being taught to you, then why are you here? I mean, yeah, I guess it's cool to hang out with friends or to see my pretty face or whatever. But we should be living out the things we're learning. Like this is pointed at me too. This is here, this is Sunday mornings, this is all this. If I don't apply, if we don't apply what we're learning, then, then it's just time being wasted. Because Tabitha didn't have much, but that's exactly what made her life so influential. She passed on the good news to others by loving them like Jesus would. Because Tabitha met people's needs, lives were changed by the gospel. Yes, her resurrection was a miracle, but her life demonstrated the miraculous love of Jesus long before Peter raised her from the dead. So what about you? What needs can you meet? Who can you love with the love of Jesus? How has God gifted you to share the good news of Jesus with other people? This week, I want you to think about what you can do to live out the gospel because our lives can pass on the good news. I'm going to have you guys take one of these cards. Just pass them around behind you. Take one and pass it, please. So this month, I'm going to, our, our series, as you can tell, it's called Pass It On. We're going to do something called the Pass It On Challenge. And so this is what we're going to do for the month of January. There's, going to be, there's three phases to this challenge. The first one is listen. So from today through next week, the challenge is for you to listen to somebody's story. Someone who's a little bit more mature in their faith, someone you can trust, whether it be a Sunday school teacher, a staff member, college student, even if you don't want to talk to a human being in person, I'm second videos are fine. Find somebody, I'd like to maybe talk to some, like an actual human, talk to somebody and, and let them share with you their story. You got me? That's all you need to do. That's your, that's your assignment. Right? I'm telling you guys to apply this. This is what I want you guys to do. Uh, listen to somebody's story. One person. If you want to do more, whatever, that's fine. But those are some questions for you guys to kind of look at as they share their story with you. Look at those things and, and ask yourself those questions. You know, what sticks out to me? What can I relate to? That kind of stuff. So that's, so that's what you got to do this week. You got it? What are you supposed to do? Listen. You listen to one person, all right? I'll be posting this on our Instagram, encouraging you guys to do this. Um, so that's this week. Next week, we're talking about writing and actually writing out your story. I'm going to have a, a prompt. There's a little piece of paper with all different kinds of prompting questions or thoughts for you guys to kind of write out your story. Get you guys thinking about it. Um, it's not probably the, this is not the first time I've had we're, we're doing this kind of a thing in here. 
I want you guys, we're doing it maybe a little different way to where you listen to somebody, see what kind of things you relate to, things that you've experienced together. And then the second week, we're going to write our story. I encourage you guys to write it. And then the third week is to share it. That's, that's easy. Share it with somebody. It could be in person. It could be online. Um, I have most of you guys probably on Instagram. And I, I see the things you share or don't share. I mean, there's, you guys don't share just a whole lot. But most of the stories I see are like sports-related or friends or rappers or whatever. Blaine. Um, but... I never see anything about Jesus. I don't ever see a lot of posts about what Jesus is teaching you, what he's showing you. you know, I, I, we have something on our Instagram every single day. Let's just share. Let people see what Jesus is teaching you, what he's showing you. And so maybe you record a little video of you telling, telling your, your social media followers, hey, this is who Jesus is and this is what he's done in my life. It may sound kind of scary, but I mean, if that's where your influence is, or that's where you got some people that, are, that look at you or watch your stuff, do it there. If you have a friend you need to talk to, your one life, share with them. So we'll, we'll work our way to that point. But you guys use the influence that you have in order to share this good news that God has, has gifted you with. Let's pray. I thank you for this chance just to, uh, again, just to be here tonight. And I pray we see the importance of our stories and that, you have, that we have stories to tell and that you um, have been writing and orchestrating our stories um, just before we were born, God, and how you have all these things in place, God. May we just see that and recognize your hand in, in all things, that it's, it's you uh, working in us and through us, God. May we be obedient to share... Um, who you are and what you've done uh, with somebody. God, may this week we, we find somebody to ask and just to hear how they came to faith and, and, um, and what, what you've been doing in their lives, God, that we can just hear from them and be encouraged by their walk and just continue to grow in ours as well, God. Pray for this next little bit of time in our, um, our small groups, God. May we just continue just to, to dig a little bit deeper into the subject, God. Shame, I pray. Amen. All right, we're going to do